podcast. What's it called? Don't worry. Bye. Happy with Harriet Diver. Here's my podcast. My podcast. Well, howdy doody, ya yellow-bellied lizard licker. How are you? I hope you're bloody well. I am well, you know, very well indeed. Yeah, can't complain, can't complain at all. I probably will do at some point during this because of the nature of this podcast. No, Harry, that is not the nature. And for someone whose podcast it is... It really does blow my mind that you've managed to get the nature so incorrect. So do me some lines. No, man, I ain't gonna do no lines. The drug days are over. I think I might be feeling a bit manic today. <laughs> so I just... Do you remember the manic street preachers? Harry, I think they still exist. If you tolerate this, then your children will be next. Will be next. Will be next. Will be next. Tell you this, I've got. Uh, you know, usually a light bulb will it'll blow and then it'll be done, isn't it? You never get a light bulb flickering to the point where it'll be off for like ten minutes, then on, and then like like that, and then. Just what I'm trying to say is, I have not changed the light bulb because I'm convinced it's my mum talking to me. This is what I was like, and I'm sure you would have figured that out for yourselves by what I was saying. So, yeah, but now it's finally gone out, so I think that means my mum has now passed over. Finally, after three oh gosh, yeah, after three years, I think she's finally passed through to the other side via. Is it via or via? Via? Via faucet. Via my light bulb. Yeah, quite sad about that, actually. But I shall not complain. I hope you're all doing well. How's your year thus far? My year has been great. I I was away this weekend, actually. I was away... In the land of Scotland, and I tell you this, oh, Scotland, like Edinburgh, that's where I was, without the Edinburgh Festival is an absolute joy. Oh, it was wonderful. Do you know what I did as well? I stayed with basically the gigs that I was booked in. Always got on really well with the lovely lady that booked in, and she stopped working for them, and then... She asked, yeah, she asked if I wanted to stay at hers. And I said yes. And that, especially because I don't know her very well. Whenever I see her, I get really well with her. But I would never sort of stay at someone's house that I don't really know. And when I got there, she's like, oh, yeah, so we'll sleep in. And I'm like, who the fuck is we? Because, well, she's got, she's got a lovely little dog. A really nice little dog, actually. Oh, my boyfriend would have loved her dog. Whenever he sees a little dog, he always says, I want to kiss its little head. <laughs> and it always makes me laugh. And this dog had the tiniest little head. So I thought of my boyfriend kissing his little head and I did smile. Um, Yeah, so when she said we, I was like, oh, cause she didn't mean her and the dog. She meant her and her boyfriend. And I 
didn't even because I don't essentially like really know her that well at all. I didn't know she had a boyfriend, and I panicked. And I'm so glad that she didn't tell me that before I got there because I would have got so in my head and I would have cancelled and I would have got a last minute hotel wouldn't have made any fucking money and I would have been stressed so it all worked out really well and her boyfriend was an absolute delight I don't know I think I'm very good at the age of 34 now I'm very good at well I was gonna say subconsciously but I think is it a conscious thing I don't know of I'm just good at whittling out the cunts it's just natural to me just human nature to me I think it is you know I just don't really tend to associate well no that's not true you ended up with a few cunts no they weren't cunts they were just young silly billies that, that I wouldn't really choose to spend my time with that that's all it was don't get it twisted Fredders all right so and they made me feel so welcome and yeah I've had such a I just had such a lovely time and said I'm more than welcome when so I didn't even drive them mad. So that was good. Very good indeed. The only thing that was bad with this wasn't anyone's fault. Yeah, I couldn't sleep for some reason. But then I was well, because I'm doing my show at the minute with Sooty and uh, the the dog that they've got is just such a tiny little dog. It doesn't even make a proper bark. So I heard this like squeaking noise in the morning and I thought, some cunt has fucking nicked my sweep puppet. Sounded like like a squeak like sweep squeaking. It was just a dog. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not massively great with dogs. I quite I like dogs that are nice and I don't like dogs that are, I find any animal that's selfish I ain't got time for. It should be a two way street. I find a lot of animals are very selfish. And then my friend's dog like she's got the, like the it's like a fucking like it's like bloody black beauty fucking charging towards you so it always makes me feel a bit nervous my brother oh god my brother once i used to literally emotionally blackmail the poor boy into coming on my paper run with me and he once got chased by a little tiny poodle like nipped the bottom of his trousers and, and my brother fell over he was traumatized so yeah, well, it went to Edinburgh. One thing, like, may, maybe people with mental health issues will agree with me here. It's like something that I wish, hopefully I'll get there eventually, but it's something that I wish I could do. It's not really a big deal, but I don't. So basically, wherever I go to a city, but especially when you go to places like Edinburgh and Bristol, places like there's so many bespoke, beautiful, unique places that are all independent places as well so, so you want to give them your custom to be perfectly honest but sadly they're often because they're the best they're often really hustly bustly and hardly any space and as my friend pointed out when i was talking to her about this you can't like you feel bad if you're gonna go stay for hours in them places do you know what i mean so that's that's true so I just tend to go to like a Starbucks, although bloody house, I went to a Starbucks and a Costa. Do you know how much is it for a cup of tea in Starbucks? Absolutely ridiculous. The only saving grace is they have a very sturdy, them sort of, uh, that is in sort of like plastic netting. 
teabag and it's really flavoursome, but I don't know, I realise it's flavoursome, but the flavour it is doesn't taste like tea. So it sort of tastes like more earthy. So yeah, because I what's it I swear it was like eight pounds something. No, it must have been six pounds something. So I had a cup of tea, right? It was admittedly a large cup of tea and tiny little things like scrambled eggs, spinach and tomato it's like six or eight pounds something but the, the spinach thing was only three pound 36 so the rest was the fucking tea that's that's expensive but i was there for hours and i just just had a great day and the thing is as well because when i stay in a hotel i plan to do this and this and that and in the end i get so nervous about going outside that i stay in all day and i do fuck all Whereas this, because there wasn't a lot of space in my friend's flat, I didn't want to bother anyone. And I was so grateful for them to put me up. I didn't want to be under their feet or anything. So I went out all Well, so so I, I got to sleep about two. No, hurry up. I think you got to sleep about four. Yeah, I might have actually. Yeah, I got to sleep about four. Woke up half seven to this squeaking. Thought it was stolen my puppet. Then went back to sleep till 11, then felt very refreshed in the morning. And then was playing with the dog and that. Went out, went to Starbucks, had the coffee. Uh, coffee? You don't drink coffee? Bloody hell, Harriet. Tea? Sorry as fuck, I don't know myself. Tea uh, and the scrambled egg. And then I was just on the... Because they... Oh, this is, this is true. Starbucks give you free internet. Yes, I was on the internet for ages. Do you know what? That makes them far better value. You were in there for ages. You were on the internet for ages. I think you, you know, if if I was going to one of them hotels where you pay by the hour, I probably would have paid more. Yeah, that's true. Especially with the services I probably would have acquired. Harriet, what the fuck are we on about? I know, I think I was trying to be witty, but it's come across so creepy. So... Yes, I was in there and I was looking on, because what I'd like to do eventually, because I love trainers, like I just I just love them. And now if I tell you this, you best not steal my idea. I think I'm going to go on eBay and get trainers and then do them up and sell them on. I think that's, that's what I'm going to do. I just mm. love trainers. So I was looking, looking on eBay for ages, like for hours, and did some admin. And then I was like, do you know what? I've worked up quite the appetite. I'm gonna go get a. I'm gonna go get a luxurious jacket potato. And then, because me and boyfriend, we even though they're quite pricey for a fucking potato, the fillet they put so much filling in. They should give you a little side salad. But anyway, so and and again, I just went to what I knew. It was a chain. I always know it's quite empty, so I just went spudge like nice walk. Then got my boyfriend a lot Miss monster key ring and then went to Acosta on the way. Oh, I can hear you asking, what jack of potato did you get? Uh, prawn, king prawn, but they're massive. And as well, you know when you go to the supermarket and you get a pack of them king prawns and they're often like a fiver? I'm telling you this, they put, the amount of prawns they put in, you'd get for a fiver in uh, Tesco. So I feel like it's not actually that bad value. Do you know, when you go to f fucking get a jack of potato with 
uh, prawn cocktail and you get those little tiny, like they're smaller than little baby's little fingers. Do you know what I mean? Then I uh, I saw, so when I was getting Loch Ness Monster Key Ring, this woman, she she was trying to get in. I mean, she was, she'd like followed me, was like loitering around near me and then sort of walked with me and I thought, who is this woman? And then she tried to come in the gift shop when I went in and then the but the security would just not let her in and she's like, I've left my bag. And he's like, you're banned here, you are. Then the manager come running up and he's like, I'm ringing the police. She's like, I've left my bag. He's like, you haven't left your bag. She's like, yeah. are you telling me I can't have my bag? All this business. Then she runs out of the shop and goes, <laughs> she goes to the, um, you know, you know, on, on top of a bin there where the, you put the cigarettes out. So she's picked up a fucking handful, like two handfuls of cigarette ash and that. And then she's trying to blow it at them. But it's just been fucking raining all day. So it's just like swamping down her wrists. Honestly, bloody, the things you see, guys. So that happened. Then I went to Costa and I thought, you know what? I've had a day of it and I have done admin and stuff. But... Alas, I haven't done all that much writing. So, because I'm writing a novel now, darling, don't you know? So, I went into Costa, got a little teapot, and then sat down. But I accidentally sat down in what was a an emergency paramedic scene. So I didn't realise that this paramedic man was seen to this woman, and I just literally just sat at the table that she was at thinking it was a spare table and then everyone's looked at me and I was in the middle of an, an absolute situation so so then I, I gathered my teapot and I went elsewhere and I got some writing done and I felt brilliant for it I felt absolutely brilliant for it and then I went back and I uh, picked up a bottle of wine to say thank you for to my friends for letting me stay and then oh I've bloody missed out a day have I because the day before the first night Oh, I've been bloody travelling all day on the coach, so, and the co I tell you, on the whole, if you're going north, the coaches, if you don't have to go anywhere near fucking London, the coaches, honestly, I'll tell you this, early, mm-hmm, absolutely early, ran on, ran early, that's madness, isn't it, never heard such a thing, so, yes, and the first, the gig at the first night, Oh, it's beautiful. So the Gilded Balloon, they're cracking, they are. They run a lot of stuff in Scotland. And if you're a comedian and want to do your show with them, they put on your show, like, pay, they do good paid venues at the Fringe. And, uh, yeah, they've got this new theatre called the Rose Theatre Basement. No, how was it? It's called Basement theatre and it's at rose street so i think that's where i've got the rose from oh it's so good for comedies like low ceiling it's just fit i'm trying to think i guess it looks a bit like a smaller newer comedian maybe and it's not raked a raked floor would it be if you had stairs going down all around into the floor would that be raked but slight just slightly well i fucking loved it and as well the acts were great so scott gibson emceed he won best show of the fringe a uh, year before last and he, he's doing brilliantly like his career like really took off then and he's comparing it's fucking brilliant 
I've just got so much time and respect. I'll tell you this, in all my years of doing comedy, I ain't come across many. In fact, I can only think of him and one other that, like, that genuinely... Oh, there's plenty of comedians that are brilliant, but there's very few that put themselves second and the acts first. And he definitely did. It was just... But not to any... Just... Uh, what's the word? Not to any... Um, even though I'd say put the axe first to create the best, in in no way did that do a disservice to what he did. Like, he was fucking hilarious all the way through. But then he, like, wound it down. Like, so he'd go, like, ah, loads of laughs and wound it down. And I was like, look, this is what the night's going to be. You need to enjoy it. Da, 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 this act. But like, just, the, just how he described each act was coming on and how he just reined it. Like, if it was any chaos, he'd rein it in. And, oh, it, it was just absolutely perfect. 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 So it was such a fun weekend for the gigs and all that. So it was Scott Gibson emceeing, me, Roscoe McLeyland and Alfie Brown. And what was great was every single one of us, like still look like, I know I have me, you know, I have me moments, but every single one of us just loved comedy and just, just worked really hard and, and mixed up our sets each night. It was a fucking joy. On the audience side, bloody hell, one guy in the middle of my set stood up and he had the angriest face ever. And I said, you're right, where are you going? He goes, I've got to get my last train. And he goes, um, missing my last train will not be as funny as you. Which, so he said it in such a way that sounded like he was being horrible. And, and then some people in the audience went, like we're like pissed off of him and then I I said to them I went wasn't it no he said a, he said a compliment there yeah so I thought, I thought that was quite funny the, the lady the, the second night well, I mean I don't know she was there was all oh, these fucking women that were I thought they were really young but probably they weren't and they just kept like oh yeah she does that and like pointing at each other but then you could just I don't know, I just think if you're gonna chip in like A just don't chip in. B be able to string a sentence together and have a conversation is bloody bloody trying sometimes. So I've waffled on because life is great. So I'll tell you a few things quickly. Uh a few things I read that were great. Octavia Spencer, she's absolutely brilliant. She was in the help and she was in Hidden Figures. And she, well, she's been in loads of stuff. She was in Mum with Anna Ferris. And who's that woman that's hilarious? Is it Pam? No, it's not Pam Ferris. It's Marg. No, it's not. Oh, you know she is. She's in everything. Anyway. So, yeah, Octavia Spencer. She was whinging. Oh, that's not the right word. She was saying that often people of colour don't get paid the same. And she was saying it to her co-star of The Help, the 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 one that... Oh, yeah, the one that she ended up working for that everyone else in the town hated because they thought she was a bit slutty. They looked down their nose at her. And they're in a film together again soon. And when Octavia said this, that people of colour don't get paid as much 
the woman that was in Help With Her that's in this new film with her was shocked and didn't know that was a thing. And refused, said, well, we're both in this together now, and, and said they they weren't going to be in the film until their, the, her pay was the same. And, and her in doing that has got them five times the amount that they were getting. Oh, I really hope this is a you know a movement in the right direction. And this lovely woman from the help didn't didn't say anything. Octavia said it in a in a talk because you know when people like when when people say give money or something to a homeless person, but they'll record it and then and then they'll share the video and that. Do you know what I mean? Like so many nice things that people do are often loaded with their own selfishness. So thought that was good that Octavia said it herself. And this other thing I see this uh this kid uh, with Down syndrome, uh this kid with Down syndrome was um he's like undefeated wrestler at college and it reminded me of my friend Nick who's like proper like he's massive. What is he? He must be about six foot five, all of his life being uh really into into the gym is fitness like he's a fit bit of a fitness guru for a lot of the comedians like does workout plans for them all that sort of business and um so he used to do a lot of boxing and he said there was this kid with down syndrome and um and he wanted to do a couple of rounds of boxing and no one would do it because they didn't want to well, knock the shit out of someone that was disability uh, that was disabled, and Nick thought, "Oh, the poor bloody lad, you know, I'll go easy on him, and uh, we'll have a have a go." The fuck, <laughs> the kid, kick the shit out of him. He said he couldn't believe it, and everyone was like, "Oh, you can, you know, if you stop pretending now." And he was like, "I am fucking pretending." So when I saw that article, I thought of that and I laughed. Oh, I'll tell you this as well. If you're looking... Like, I've got great taste in uh, series and stuff. What I like, I would say 100% the end of the fucking world. I don't know whether I recommended it last time, but it's the best thing I've seen in ages. It's absolutely fantastic. And it's not time-consuming. It's not an hour an episode. It's 20 minutes an episode. So what are you waiting for? Wow. All the best, fuckers. Genuinely, thanks for listening. Doing well. Hope you're doing well. Life's good, isn't it? Cheers. All the best. Speak soon. Oh, leave a fucking review, you bunch of dicks. Cheers now. That was my podcast. My podcast. Thanks for listening. Download. Share. Tell your pal at the shop. Worry. Bye. Happy. My podcast. My podcast.